Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And Spitwater, Spitwater high-pressure cleaners, tools, not toys, tough and ready. Now we've got the Titans v. the Tigers, Thursday, 7.50 p.m. at Seabus Super Stadium. For feed up, rested after delayed concussion symptoms, followed the Rabbitohs loss. Brimson returns at fullback. Brian Kelly comes in at centre. Sammy goes to wing. Verrill starts at hooker. Tigers, no team changes. I think, for me personally, Smithers, and obviously I'll get your thoughts, but yeah, Gating Campbell at six again. Mm. I am very surprised at that. What are your thoughts on this game, mate? Yeah, a little bit interesting, that that move. Actually, when I <clears throat> turned the tally on last week and seen um, Campbell with the six jersey on, I was a little bit surprised. I, I feel as though he, his best position in that footy side is one. I oh, think that's mate. when he's, he's most dangerous. Um, maybe that's just what you know, has to happen for the footy side at the moment is he plays six um, instead of one, um, just better for the combinations. Uh, but they look, they, they, they were disappointing. They, again, you know, their, their first half, you know, they, they were out there competing. Um, they were playing really well against the Rabbitohs, and, but then the Rabbitohs just went bang in their second half. It's, that seems like that's the biggest challenge for Justin Holbrook right now and the coaching staff of the Gold Coast Titans is trying to extract an 80-minute performance mm. out of the Titans. Yeah. I just I don't, know, I don't know how – and it's so consistent that they play so well in the first half or, or they play, you know, some pretty good football in the first half. And then when they go to the sheds, it's like they, it's like they forget how to play football. And they just, and then they're just like in a lot of the areas that they're competing in, in, in the first 40 minutes, they stop competing in the second. And that's when the opposition just go, thank you. And just go bang, 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 bang tries like, like the Rabbitohs did on the weekend. Off the top of my head, I'm, there's probably one game this year, Kempi, where they've actually gone out and played a similar style of footy in the second half as they did in the first was when the Titans played the Storm, mm. and they and they beat the Storm, yeah, at home. It was a Sunday, uh, Sunday Arvo, Saturday Arvo game. You know, probably four or five weeks ago now. Um, that that's the only eighty minute performance I've seen from them all year. Like they are specialists, specialists at at you know blowing good leads and um, you know allowing opposition teams back into the game. I just, I just don't know what it is that, that can fix that. Um, as far as the Tigers, they could probably count themselves a little bit unlucky last week with that result uh, against the Raiders. Obviously, a late penalty. Um, yeah, they were up by one point, but a late penalty to the Raiders cost them a victory. But I think they'll come up here pretty confident. I think they'll be very confident, actually. Um, I'm working on this game, so it's going to be interesting to see. It'll be a good game, um, fairly evenly matched. I, I you know... Fafida out, you know, being rested after those delayed symptoms. Um, AJ Brimson, I think that 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 adds a lot to their footy side. Brian Kelly back in, he's strong, big, strong centre. Um, and Verrill's, of course, at hooker with Chris Randall. He's suspended. He got a week's suspension. So um, maybe maybe with Brimson coming back in, it just gives them a small edge over the Tigers. But you know, as I said, very even matched uh, footy footy game this one I I think the Titans just I think the Titans just although the Tigers have been they they're they're building slowly through this season and they've put in some pretty impressive performances too yeah I'm actually going Tigers just I I think that well I just think they've played more 80 minute games over the last month like they've stayed in games for 80 minutes now you know on the weekend for example they had seven line breaks to zero 
against uh, the Raiders. And, you know, all of the Raiders' tries were basically, you know, well, not all, but two of them were off deflections. Yeah. Um, and I just think the Tigers have been playing really good footy. Even you look at the game against the Rabbitohs, it was 6-0 with like 70, minute, like 70 minutes in. And I just think if they play that grindy style of footy, the Titans have proven that they just they just don't like it. They just do not enjoy grindy styles of footy. And I yep. wonder, when I look at the Titans, I wonder, like, are they harsh enough in the standards they set at training? You know, it's mm. it's a fine balance between being understanding and caring of this next generation that's coming through, but yeah. then also being harsh enough to say, no, this is not good enough. We do not accept it. Because the problem at the Titans is this is going on for years now. Like, this isn't a new phenomenon with them where they're just all of a sudden – you know, they've been playing first half footy or at least one half footy for probably, what do you reckon, four years, three years? Yeah. Well, I think that I think that, that was something that they did identify um, in the back end of last year and some changes were made, particularly with their um, some of their staff. So they've got some new staff there. And speaking to some of the people involved um, with the Gold Coast Titans, they said there's been an improvement and, and a change with their, with their training, particularly in the preseason, um, in the early games where they've, they've – they're 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 a mentally, well they've done work on their mental strength right, um, to improve themselves. But it's just that if they if they're working on this and 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 showing it at training, they're not they're not it's not transferring onto the field mm. because there's you know you know I think we we spoke about this a few weeks ago. Can't be that there's been games this year where that they've had leads where you know they're a good enough football side and they've got enough. You know, great players in their team to to close out games, and they just they haven't had the ability to do it for for whatever reason, um, whether it be through decision making or poor choices, whatever it be, ill discipline. It, I reckon it's a mix of all of those things. If they were to win, let's say half of those games that they've they've thrown away, they they'd be in the top eight. Yeah. Like they'd be in the thick of the top eight. Yep, almost closing in on the top four. So that's. That's the type of footy side they can be, but that's what that's what I'm saying about the the challenge for the coaching staff. It's not about trying to get these guys to to win games. They can do that. What they need to do is extract an 80 minute performance out of them. Yep, mate. Uh, actually, I'm not even going to say it. I disagree. Disagree. Okay. Um, I, I think they are an 80 minute footy side. Um, I think that we're reading into things. Too. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, let's go to the next game. Let's preview our game of the round thanks to Suncorp. Building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Raiders v. the Warriors. Jared Croker returns for his 300th game. Albert Hovwadi goes to the wing. Kotrick to the bench. Chris also returns at fullback. Whitehead returns for suspension at second row. Uh, Warrior team news. Uh, Leah Tua will make his NRL debut at centre. Rocco Berry is the only change from last week. Uh, wow, what a incredible moment for Raiders, but also what an opportunity to be the party poopers in the Warriors. Yeah, and I, I'll, um, mate, I'll, I'll actually leave the the game sort of preview to you because I just want to speak about Jared Croker. It's it's a huge milestone, 300 games. There's not too many guys that have been able to achieve this special milestone in the game. And the way that he's been able to find this or, or reach this, this magic number um, hasn't, come without its challenges mm. he's had some severe injuries you know throughout his entire career you know, knee injuries shoulder injuries I think he's had some groin issues as well so he, he's battled 
He's battled his way all the way to 300. And you know what? There was a little bit of criticism last week with the decision to, to not play um, so that his 300th fell on a, on a home match in Canberra. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm all for it. Good on him. Like if he's if he's stuck in there and done the work to get to three hundred, then I think he deserved the opportunity to to play in front of these home fans. And and good on Ricky and the players to back himself in to to travel um, away from home, play without you know Jared Croker and get a win, and then move to this week. But you know, just I just want to congratulate uh, you know Jared Croker on his 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 great career of you know, playing such great football for Canberra. He's club captain there, of course. He's been a club captain. You know, he's been such an integral part of, you know, the some of the success that they've had over there in, in that time. And just being able to get himself two, three hundred has been so impressive because I think, you know, we've heard comments from him to say, like, there's there's been moments in his career where he thought, well, it's all over. Like, he wasn't going to get an opportunity to get out there and, and play 300. So... Mate, hats off to Jared. Um, he's a he's a wonderful footballer. He's a champion bloke, and I'm sure this will be a memorable moment for himself and his entire family. Oh, mate, absolutely. Matter of fact, instead of hats off, headgear's off. How about that one? Oh, headgear's <laughs> off. Mate, I actually seen you during the week. You, you did an entire show with headgear on. I literally, I got all the boys together. We wore a headgear <laughs> we, for three hours, and then we had a shirt with his head on it. Mate, I wow. agree with you, mate. Uh, Croker, what an incredible... Uh, what an incredible lesson to young players as well that, you know, it would have been very easy for him to go, okay, I've played 280 games. I'm mm. out of out of the 17. I, you know, I, I'm better than playing reserve grade. I'm, I'm a first grader. I'm a club legend. He said, no, nah, you know, I'm the same bloke as I was when I was about to make my debut. I'm happy to go back to, to reserve grade, work my butt off, Yep. And earn Find my way, way back, back. to the side. And, and now he's going to be in a, a class of 300 players. As you said, like, I agree with you, mate. I think it was fantastic for Ricky to show strong leadership and the playing group because this is a man's life's work. And it is the, the tippity top of the tippity top. So to make your debut is hard enough. To play 20 games is hard enough. Then we go, you know, 50, 100, 300 games. It is an absolutely incredible achievement. So mass congratulations, Croker. In regards to the game. Yes, Raiders. Well, I, yeah. Well, mate, I I I hope the Green Machine get one for him. Mm. Um, but in saying that, they're taking on a side that's playing so well, so well, led by um, you know Sean Johnson. He's found he has found career best form. Mm. It's incredible. It's incredible the yeah. way he's playing and the way he's moving. He looks like he's moving so freely. He's he's regained that confidence that he had. You know, like back in yeah the like the day like two thousand eleven. 12, 13, when he was, you know, one of the best players in, in the NRL. Running freely. He looks like he's got his speed and his zip back, kicking well, making great decisions, like leading the team around the park. This, this is a, it's a, you know, outside of, you know, Jared Croker's 300th, this is a huge game for the Raiders. Huge game. This is a big test. Massive test. I mean, they're sitting at sixth. Warriors are at seventh. Uh, the points are 18 for the Raiders, 16 for the Warriors. So they can actually put two wins between themselves and the Warriors uh, and the Dolphins if the Dolphins obviously don't get up. And all of a sudden, you wouldn't say they're cemented in the top eight, but, geez, it goes a long way in such a tight, tight ladder. Um, I'm, oh, look, I I think the Raiders boys will will get up. So I'm backing the Raiders in. Yep. But this Warriors side, it's different. 
it's so much different to it two to three years ago. Like they really, they're oh, if the Dolphins weren't the swan song or the 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 Cinderella story of the NRL, we'd be talking yes. about the Warriors. Yeah. Mate, absolutely. Like the turnaround has been unbelievable, and I think we we spoke about this last week, last year when we spoke a lot about the Warriors and their situation, and we and we did acknowledge that you know the fact that they'd been away from home as soon as they moved back to New Zealand, um, and they were at home, they were around their friends and family and and whatnot. Like they'd be a happier team, and it's shown on the footy field with the performances that they're putting out every week. So. Look, big game. That's why it's our match of the round. I, I'm I'm thinking Raiders uh, because of the occasion for, for Jared Croker, but this will be a good one. Yeah, fine. It'll be a fine balance between not being too over, you know, passionate for that first 20 and just yep. staying calm. Now, game around. Thanks to Suncorp. Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the Suncorp spirit. After the break, we'll continue our round 15 preview. Welcome back to the captain's run. Let's get into it. Sea Eagles v. the Dolphins at 8 p.m. Four Pines Park. Sea Eagles team. Travojevic has been cleared by the NRL and is named at fullback. Garrick shifts to centers. Tui Polotu comes onto the wing. Aloe returns from injury on the bench. Uh, Dolphins, Wallace and Milford both out with suspension while Gilbert is out with injury. Marshall King returns at hooker. Uh, Ma'asuali'i. Um, he returns... Uh, Yes, join the side, SASA, and Kurt Donahue also join the side. How do you see this one playing out, Smithers? Well, they love they love playing at Four Pines, Manly, don't they? Mm. And um, they'll be buoyed by the inclusion of Tommy Turbo, as we mentioned earlier, cleared by the NRL and is named to play at fullback, which allows Ruben Garrick to shift to the centres. Um, and, and also, I think jo- Josh Aloyer, he's been out with a – he had a um, dislocated shoulder, didn't he? Um, going back maybe a month, six weeks ago, I think he's been out. So a couple of big ins for Manly there with the Dolphins. Uh, well, talking about a couple of big ins for Manly, they've got a couple of bigs, big outs through suspension, um, as well as Tommy Gilbert through injury. Of course, Jeremy Marshall King at hooker, who's been superb for them all year. It's been hard to to look past the the ability for or the ability of, sorry, the, the Dolphins to just perform under um, any type of adversity, whether it be, you know, suspension, injuries, um, you know, things not going well for them at any stage throughout this year, which, you know, they've had to deal with for most games. But I think this one, it it might be just a little bit too difficult. Travelling down to Sydney, I think the Eagles, the Sea Eagles, they'll be up for a big one, um, a, quite a big one actually, mate, in front of their home crowd. Um, as I said, you know, Turbo... Back at fullback, um, you know, and and having, you know, that that opportunity to have a have a well earned rest last week. They're coming off a bye; they'll be fresh. Um, Dolphins travelling to New Zealand, coming home. I'm thinking the Seagulls just a little bit too strong in this one. Yeah, the Tom Trevojevic inclusion really does change a lot. Uh, you know, if he was out, I'd probably back the Dolphins in, but Tommy Turbo. Back after a disappointing origin for everyone in, in the New South Wales camp. He's going to have a yeah. point to prove. Uh, but the Dolphins, as you said, they just, they're so hard to tip against. You, you could put the Dolphins against Penrith, and I'd still yeah. hesitate to tip yeah. against it. Yeah. Well, well, last week, like with that 30 to, 30 to 8 loss um, against the Warriors, that's really, is that really the only second sort of blowout that they've had all year? Yep, the other one being, one. Yep. yeah, the the other one being sort of early in the season against the Dragons down in Sydney. So, you know, 
nearly every game that they've played in, um, you know, particularly when they've lost, it's it's they've made the other team earn it, a eh, right up to the end of the game. The game hasn't been over until sort of right at the death, and even right at the death, you know, the Dolphins are they're looking for opportunities, they're pushing um, the opposition right to the final siren when they're trying to look for points. So um, I just think this might be a little bit too difficult, though, particularly. As you mentioned, mate, when when they have an inclusion like Tommy, I think that just that inspires and and gives a lot of confidence to the rest of his team members, knowing that he's going to be back there. I just love to see him open up, eh, and just play that that style of footy that we know he can play, like he did the week before um, the first Origin. Mm. Mate, um, mm. I, mate, I agree. I agree. I think uh, you know, from a, a Seagulls perspective, it it's it's not now or never yet. But it's getting very close to now or never for their season to get going and get some consistent rugby league together because um, as as uh, combinations start to get better in those top-tier sides, it's only going to get harder to beat the top-tier side. Like, for example, the Brisbane Broncos. It's only going to get harder to beat them as the season goes on. Uh, the Penrith Panthers, when Cleary returns, is going to be fresh. Um, you look at the Rabbitohs as well. Like, the Rabbitohs only have eight more games this the rest of this season. So yeah. it's... It's not going to get easier to get into the eight as the season progresses, in my opinion. But uh, let's get to the next game. Dragons versus Rory, uh, Dragons versus Rabbitohs. Apologies. Saturday, 3 p.m., Nostrada Jubilee Stadium. Murdoch Basilla replaces DeBellin, who is out with concussion. Musgrove uh, is a new face on the bench. Laurie and Jack Bird are named in the reserves and could play. Rabbitohs team news. Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, all out. Also, as we said earlier, Cody Walker potentially out, we're not sure, but has left training early and they are reporting, Danny Weiler is reporting a minor quad strain. The South officials have said it's, you know, they're quite confident it's not a big deal. So stay tuned for more news on that on SEN. Blake Taft stays at fullback. Shaq Mitchell starts at lock. Uh, That's interesting. Shaq Mitchell at lock. He's a big boy. Um, Havili joins the bench for his first game of the year, which is a huge in. How do you see this playing out, Smithers? Well, I reckon a lot of it hinges on Cody Walker and his fitness. Mm. Given the name, given the players that are already out, like Mitchell, Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, um, yeah, that's that's a that's a big chunk of you know the quality players in that outfit, and not just quality players, like they're great leaders, they're great leaders of that footy side. So um, if Walker plays, I reckon Rabbits win. Yeah. If he's ruled out, if he's if he's ruled out, I reckon the Dragons could, they could they could knock the rabbits over here, mate. I, mate, I um I hate to do it, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> now I know. No, I actually I actually think they could. You know, like they now I know they played, um, you know, majority of the game last week against against Penrith, minus Cleary, but Jack Cogger come on and. and Played really well. He set up a lovely try off his boot, but they, they, they tested Penrith at times. Would you would you consider Latrell Mitchell at six? Oh, sorry, he's out. He's out. My bad. My yeah, bad. no, Mitchell's yeah. out, mate. That's Far what I'm saying. Out. Like this, a lot of a lot of this, this decision around this this game and and who wins, it hinges on Walker whether he's there or not. If if that's what I mean, if they decide to rest him, then I'm I'm thinking possibly you know the Dragons having a win here. And and the thing with with the Walker situation, um, and considering where the Rabbitohs are right now, like they're they're sitting quite high on the ladder, you know they're sitting well, they're, well they're third, um, they've got eighteen competition points. I don't think they've had a buy though. No, they haven't. 
You know what I mean? They, they, they've got three boys um, in the bank that are coming down the track. So, you know, at, at the cost of maybe possibly dropping a game now, just to make sure that your, your star number six doesn't risk any further injury, I think I think it's actually worth I think it's actually worth it. Mm. Um, you know, coming from someone that's got nothing to do with the Rabbitohs. So, mm. you know, our, our, this is just our opinion and it's not going to have any effect on, you know, um, the, what their selection with and whether they include Cody Walker. But it, it is a big risk, especially if he goes out in the field and, and he's, he's at any any possibility of, of um, making that injury worse. I, I think they pull him out. I wonder who goes into the halves. I think it's a huge opportunity for Lockie Elias to, you know, this is that becomes his team because not only is he missing Walker, he's missing Latrell Mitchell, he's missing Cam Murray, Damien Cook, obviously a senior player. Uh, but yeah, it's a big opportunity for Lockie Elias to go. Okay, I need to step up here. My my troops are down, and you know I'm the next guy up. Uh, in regards to the Dragons, I actually think the Dragons have been playing some pretty good footy since Anthony Griffin left. I know that they've lost, I think, two from two now, I think. So they beat the Roosters, yep. lost and, and lost to the Dolphins, then lost to the Panthers. Panthers. But I don't think their footy's been – well, especially against the Panthers. I thought the Dragons played pretty well against the Panthers. I really mm. do. Yeah. And, and mate, they've showed, they've showed again, there's another side that, that they show great form in patches, but just uh, they're unable to, to put any sort of consistency together about their footy. Um, but if they get it right, they're 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 a good side. They're they're a good squad. They're a quality squad. They got many many strengths about the, their football team. Um, and if they put it all together, they're they're a very good side. So, yeah, I, I just think that uh, it's it's straightforward one for me. If Walker plays, I think the Rabbits win. If he's out, if he's ruled out, which I think if they if they side with you know the the caution cautionary side of things, I think they take him out of the match and just rest him. Um, and if he does, I think the Dragons might win it. Now we actually got a couple of texts here, which is quite funny. Hey, Kempy, why don't you just go first? That way, Smithy is just always agreeing with you. Kev from Camden. Uh, hey, that's some <laughs> tactics right there. I tell you what, though, there's one thing we did disagree on. You you say that it'll be Hines, Luai, uh, and Appy as the yes. nine six seven. Yep. I say that it will be Cookie, Hines, Walker. There you go, people. There you there go. go. We're going to head we've, to a break. We've disagreed. We've disagreed. There you go. We're going to head to a break. <laughs> After the break, we've got more footy to preview. <laughs> Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Let's get into Broncos v Knights. Saturday, 5.30, Suncorp Stadium. Oh, mate. Does not get much better than that. Solon Cobbo <laughs> returns on the wing. Jesse Arthurs moves to 18th man. Tyson Brazell returns from origin duty and replaces Jack Johns. Utility Kurtman joins the bench in place of Lockie Miller. Well, how do you see this one, Smithers? Well, off the back of last week, I, I think the Broncos just continued their winning ways. It was pretty impressive with the way in which they, they went about their business last week. You know, we've seen some some better football played by the Broncos, but the way they defended was, you know, it was pretty impressive, particularly with some of those guys backing up from origin. And um, they were just tough. They played tough. They the, It's the style of footy that you have to – or the attitude, the mindset you need to take to, down to Shark Park – to play um, against Cronulla because they um, they they make it hard for you. They make it uncomfortable. They make it tough. And the way they they were able to defend their way to a, a really strong victory, you know, And there was there was a touch of brilliance at times, uh, particularly the was it the Ezra Mam 
try. Oh, how wow. they went from um, one end of the field to the other. You know, Jordan Ricky taking, I think it was the intercept, and then they went all the way up the other end. That was pretty impressive. But I think with the way that they defended um, and just hung in there in those tough situations, that was the thing I took away from that match that most impressed me. And I think that will be, you know, that, that'll that be the thing that, that really makes it difficult for Newcastle this week. Mm. Um, you know, Newcastle, they're, they're a side of, of late that have, that have shown, you know, that they've given us some pretty good performances. Um, but, you know, they've, they've, they've come off, well, they had a strong victory against Manly. Um, and then um, they've, they've had a bye and then they're into this week. So they're going to be fresh. But I think Brisbane at home, just off off the the performance last week, I think now I think everyone's starting to believe that that the Broncos are the real deal this year. Mm. Mate, I agree. I I, I know, mate. I, everyone knows that you know you're a big Broncos man, and you've been saying this for a long time. But I think you know we can honestly say now that they are they are premiership um, contenders. Mate, I uh, I think that this year, you know, for the first probably let's say six to seven rounds, it yep. was winning purely off our roster. Like guys yep. just stepping up, big moments, big plays. Whereas yep. I think the last four weeks, even though we have, haven't won every game, the the tough part of the game, the tough that it doesn't require talent, it doesn't require a good roster, it yep. just requires ticker. We've proven that we have that. Now it's a long season and, it, you know, things can change. But I thought on the weekend that was finally – where I could say I think that the Broncos can win the comp this year. Will they win the comp? That's a totally different question. But I do think they have the side to win the comp this um, this year. In regards to the Knights, it's really interesting because not much is being talked about this. And I know I know Kalen has said that he's ruling himself out for origin selection. But this is mm. Reese Walsh versus Kalen Ponga. Yeah, bit of a juicy matchup. Yeah, well, well spotted. It's um, oh look, I'm sure that'll it'll add a little bit of extra spice to the storyline this week and no doubt that it'll uh that'll be written about and spoken about in the lead up to this game because you know there's there's no doubt like as a competitor Kalen will want to go out and perform well against the guy that's wearing the number 1 jersey for the Maroons. Mm, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I'm I'm sure he'll he'll be up for a huge game. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for it. Uh in in regards to the Knights, look, the tough thing for the Knights and uh, I know this sounds harsh and unfair because they have shown a lot of grit. But my concern mm-hmm. this season for the Knights is as a club and as a team, have they made progress towards a new version of themselves? Have mm-hmm. they moved forward and closer to answers that questions they had started the season? And if I'm being honest, I don't think they have. Kalen is now back at fullback. Lockie Miller has been dropped completely from the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they traded uh, one of the best young props, under-19 props for New South Wales for Lockie Miller. So that's a big trade away. Yep. I just, I don't see, put it this way, I am not any clearer in the direction of the Knights as a club this round as I was round one. Yeah. And that's concerning in my opinion. Yeah, well, nothing's really changed, has it? As you mentioned, like they, they look very much the same as what they were last year, very much up and down. Um and we always talk about like what we what you want to see from individuals and and particularly teams, season by season is is a gradual improvement. Now I know there's going to be changes when you have mass changes to your squad and re- retirements and people moving on and, and whatnot. Um, you might have a little bit of dip, but for a squad like uh, the Knights, you know you'd like to have seen a, a very different sort of position that they'd be in right now. I, I know a bit of that would be surrounded by 
you know, the situation with Caelan Ponga, how he's missed a lot of football and, um, you know, some changes made there with positions and all that sort of stuff. There's been, you know, moving from fullback to 5'8". Now he's back at fullback, so that that takes a little bit of getting used to. But, yeah, it's very much the same story as, as last year. In saying that, though, like, they are they are on 15 competition points. Now, I'll, I'll, it's a little bit confusing at times. I wish – I wish what I don't know why we give points for buys. We could spend a whole captain's run show talking about this, but it's so confusing. But at the, as it stands right now, they're on 15 competition points. The Dolphins are in the top eight. They're on 16 competition points. So they're not far out of it. They just need to find a couple of wins. And as we always say, find a couple of wins consecutively. Two or three wins in a row, and you can climb this ladder so fast. Mm. And all of a sudden, you're in a completely different situation um, in the competition, you're in a completely different situation with your mindset and your attitude towards your footy. Speaking of mindsets, imagine the mindsets of the blokes that stayed loyal to the PGA Tour. Oh. <laughs> You'd be <laughs> ropeable. <laughs> you would be ropeable. You'd be sitting oh, there going, what the man. hell? Anyway, when, we... just say, when they're saying, welcome back, Cam Smith, with your $100 million. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, all right, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to preview Roosters vs. Panthers. Welcome back to the captain's run. Let's get into Roosters Panthers, 7.35, Allianz. Daniel Tupo returns from injury on the wing. Corey Allen moves to centre for the suspended Joseph Swali'i. Panthers news, Cogger replaces Cleary at halfback. Salmon joins the bench. Smithers, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, I think this is a great opportunity for the Roosters to, to get up and have a win. Another win after last week. But uh, I was really impressed with Jack Cogger. I'm Want to get your opinion too, Kempi? But um, I thought it, I was really impressed with the way he come in. It's almost like they've got a. It's it's like a a factory line of halfbacks at Penrith at the moment. Mm. So if you think about like even the last couple of years, any time that Nathan Cleary didn't play football, um, it was O'Sullivan that come in and played a very similar style and, and played you know similar movements and all the same sort of plays and systems and they just they just fold into that 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 sort of that game book, that 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 plan that that Penrith play with, um, so Cogger was, you know, I thought he was pretty impressive. As I said earlier, he set up a, a lovely try with um, a nice dink over the top uh, into the corner. But golden opportunity for the Roosters um, to to get another win. And uh, you know, Daniel Tupo, we haven't seen him for a little bit. He returns on the wing. That's a that's a big in for them. He's a nice target. Um, and Corey Allen, um, he gets an opportunity as well. Obviously. Um, Joseph Swali, he, he is out suspended with that raised knee. So um, I reckon it might be a Chookies here. The Chookies over the Panthers. Mm. Wow. Tommy, Tommy's fist pumping. He's His happy. Fist pumping. Look, I, um, I'm going Panthers. I just, I just, the Roosters for me, they, they just don't look close to the team that we thought they were going to be. I just have to wonder, like, with such a good squad, like there must be something else going on. It, I just can't see how so many good players just can't be gelling when, on paper, they are the best of the best. Like even a guy mm. like Suwali'i, ever since that you know union announcement, he's been really quiet. Like he really yeah. hasn't been anywhere near the player that we know. We got obviously Brandon Smith had a relatively quiet start to the year, got injured. Um, what I will say in the Roosters' uh, benefit or compliment or whatever, I like Jake Turpin. At number nine, I think that they should be using him more often, even when Cheese is fully fit. Mm-hmm. Um, just good service, gets through a bunch of work, let Kiri do their job. 
I think that Manu at six, I just not sh- well, not another sure. I, I'm of the mind. Last year, I thought he could be a six. After yep. watching him there for a few weeks now, I don't think he's a six. I think he's a really, he's a top tier, best in the game center, one of the best fullbacks if he can balance, you know, when he runs the ball on that. Yeah, I think that most likely. It's not a long-term play playing him at six. It just doesn't yeah. seem to be working, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it doesn't. He, he's most definitely best suited to center, but they're just they're, they're they're struggling to find their mojo, aren't they? Particularly with their halves combo and and trying to find what best suits, um, you know, their, their style of footy. Um, they they just haven't found it this year at all. That it doesn't look like they've had. Well, they've lacked cohesion. Um, throughout their entire sort of season um, with, with that type of thing. But, yeah, I just think this is a golden opportunity for the Roosters to stand up and, and take on one of the heavyweights, which, you know, without their their main sort of organiser in, in Nathan Cleary, I think it's, yeah, as I said, I think it's a golden opportunity. They should be looking at this as a chance to knock them off um, at, a, at a wonderful stage and a really important stage of the season too, heading, heading through um, State of Origin and they've got a, they got a couple of uh, representative players there that if you can jag wins right now when you've got players away with origin and coming back with origin when you're a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued, if you can get wins now, they're, they're so vital. Mm. Um, and this is a big one for them. Huge game. Can't wait. Roosters-Panthers, usually a fiery clash. Now let's head to Storm v. Sharks. Uh, how do you Ooh. see this one playing out, Smithers? Well, i tell you what. Did you hear the comments from Craig Bellamy after last week's game? He described, this is how he described the Storm's performance. Putrid. Wow. Putrid. Holy. Now, I've known Craig for a long time. Obviously, played pretty much my entire career, barring two games under Craig Bellamy. And he did have some choice words along um, th- those all those years to describe our performances. But I've never heard the word <laughs> putrid. That means it was stinking. Wow. Stinking Kempy. Wow. Um. And I um, watched that game closely, of course, and yeah, just uh, they they just did not look um, like they were in the game at all. Like there was just some simple drop ball, missed tackles. I think they they finished the game with like they had eleven errors and it was something like fifty two missed tackles. Oh, like that's a lot. That is a lot, and it's it's happened a few times on a, on a, on a few occasions this year for Melbourne. So. In reviewing that match, like Craig Bellamy would have been looking at those two parts of the game there, the amount of times they turned the ball over to the Cowboys and the amount of missed tackles that they had, he would have been seething. And I, and I guess that's what he would have been referring to as as putrid, that, that, those two parts of the game. Um, they need to bounce back quickly, quickly. Grant Anderson replaces Justin Olam. That's a big out. Like he's, he is a strike center. Mm. Um, you know, he's one of the best centers in the competition. So that'll be... That'll be a test for Grant Anderson going into the centres. For the Sharkies, Cam McInnes back in the team can only be a positive for them. Look, I'm I'm leaning towards Storm because they're playing at home. Mm. And I reckon they would have copped an absolute pizzling from Craig Bellamy after that game. Um, it would have been a very quiet plane ride back from Townsville. Mm. It's a long trip too. Oh, it's a, it's a couple, couple of hours to Brizzy, then another couple, two and a half back to Melbourne. Mm. Uh, it would have been a very quiet trip back to, to Melbourne, I believe. But, you know, the, they tend to bounce back after they have those poor performances. Um, the Sharkies, you know, they, they've been a little bit scratchy too. I think we've been talking about them. They just they don't seem like the team that we watched last year. 
it's, it's like they're missing, you know, just that just that hard edge in defence that we've seen from them for the most part of last year. They can they can certainly score points. Mm. They can they can find points when they need to, um, but they are leaking some much more than what they were last year. Um, so I'm leaning Storm because they're playing at home. All right, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we got Bulldogs v the Eels. Welcome back to the captain's run. Let's get straight into it. Bulldogs v Eels. How do you see it playing out, Smithers? Oh, well, well, there's plenty of news at the Eels this week, but I think um, I think they'll be good enough. Yeah, no, I think I think they'll be good enough. Um, Regan Campbell-Gillard, he's back. Big in. Huge in. He's been out for, how long has he been out for now? Two months? Something like that? Yeah. Not that long, maybe. Maybe six weeks where he had that chip bone in the in the groin when they played that game against the Broncos in Darwin. So I think he'll be up for a huge one. It's a big battle, uh, the two forward packs. Um, some some big boys, some big aggressive boys playing in the middle. So battle of forwards um, this Monday. Uh, look, I reckon, um, yeah. Look, I, I think the Eels will be too strong. Bulldogs, again, we mentioned at the start, mate, they're, they're battling away. They're doing their best. I think the Eels will have just a little bit too much class. Yeah, I think the Eels with uh, looks as though Dylan Brown is is going to play at this stage from what we yeah. can tell. Um, and so if Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, Mitchell Moses auditioning for a seven Ooh, jersey. Yes. So I actually think the Eels get the job done here. I think I've said it, you know, for a few weeks now, but mm-hmm. Bulldogs fans, I, I, I just, uh, I guess, just be patient because yes. I think there are good things happening at that club. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, uh, hang in there. Because they've got a good young side. They've had a bunch of injuries, decimated by injuries. And very rarely, if at all, I'm trying to think of a game where they got complete. They might have been, I'm sure there's one or two games where they got completely outclassed. But in most games they've been in. And that's a good groundwork for a good, gritty team. You look at the yeah. Dolphins. You know, they built a whole season off that. Yes. Um, but I'm going to go to the Eels to get the job done. Now, are the doggies, are the, sorry, mate, are the doggies a chance if Reed Marnie plays? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the Doggies yeah. has a chance against nearly anyone. That's how... We'll find out Friday. Yep. Uh, now, time for our sure, thi- sure thing uh, for sh- sure thing for sure hire. The temporary work expert, surehire.com.au. Who's your sure thing, Smithers? I'm going the Storm at home. They'll bounce back. I am going to go the Eels. The Eels are my sure thing this week. Ooh. Sure hire, Australia's most complete shoring, propping, and traffic product range called 1300. Sure hire. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. See you all next week.